If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. My name is Charlie Perry. My guest today is Lamont Ferguson, promoter. Old school, as I say, old school thoughts in his head. He got an old school soul, definitely doing the right things, and I'm very, very proud of him. Um, He's working with WBRU, the Franchise Report, um, on Monday and Tuesday at 3 p.m., I believe is the correct time and definitely a good show. And one of the things I like is that he's bringing some local artists to the, to the video, to the audio, to the airwaves. It's definitely something that um, I'm really all for and I love it. So without further ado, Lamont Ferguson, what's up, man? How you doing, Charlie? AKA big, big Ferg, man. That, that, that name's generational. That's like three times, man. <laughs> yeah, man. For real. That that name has got me in a got me into many places just by uh-huh. saying I'm a Ferguson. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. We love it. I love it. Um, you know, I can't even it's, it's, it's at least our families go back four generations, if I'm correct. Um, maybe even five. So we're doing good, man. We're doing good. Yeah, definitely blessed. Yeah. Um, so some time ago you was doing the promotions and, uh, you know, doing your thing. What inspired you to do that? Well, uh, my cousins all, all, all were rappers. Uh, okay. my cousin Jasmine, uh, my cousin Dana was big into producing a uh, really good friend, uh, rock King. Uh, mm-hmm. they were all rapping, um, seven headed angels, all those guys inspired me. Um, but I noticed they had nowhere to really perform unless there was something big going on or, or sometimes they would get, you know, on the, uh, on like a, a third eye stage and, you know, a couple other places, let them rock. But there was really no every weekend spot where you can go and hear hip hop in New Bedford. Um, and then I, I, I not, not only in New Bedford um, at that time, uh, this was back in 2004, even the nightclubs in Providence were not playing primarily hip hop. Um, even in Boston, there was no hip hop clubs. True, uh, true. When I when I checked into it, they said uh, hip hop brings violence. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's garbage music. The the genre is dying. And this was back in '04, mm-hmm. and I was like, that can't be. Every other major city you go to, there's hip hop clubs. True. So. When I was traveling, I used to travel to New York and Atlanta and, and, and down to Miami, up and down the coast, doing different odd jobs. I would see all these nightclubs and I would attend them. And I would talk to the guys that were organizing it. And I was like, what do you guys do? And they said, we're promoters. And I just kept that in the back of my head. Um, and then my cousin, Derek Baptiste, he threw a party that was unique to me because he rented out a bus and he, he took it to a nightclub in Springfield, one of the clubs wow. we've seen doing hip hop and stuff. And uh, he sold out the bus. It, it, it was a uh, well organized. Uh, you bought one ticket. You got a you got a bus ride from New Bedford to Springfield and back. Some bri- some beverages were provided on the bus. You got admission to the club and you got into the VIP section. 
Nice. So his birthday is in April. My birthday is in June. So after I went to his birthday, he helped me organize my birthday. So my my birthday went off without a hitch. And then the next birthday was Jasmine's birthday. Okay. So we just kept passing this along to different cousins in the family, throwing these birthday parties with buses. And every party got more and more elaborate. You know, started off with Springfield, then my party. I went to New Hampshire, then mm-hmm. Jasmine's party. Jasmine's, she, her, her mind just thinks crazy. So she, she mm-hmm. got me inspired. She was watching a Little Wayne video, and she seen this. Uh, it was a video called Lollipop. And uh, they had this bus with, with stripper poles inside of it. Okay. She was like, I want to rent something like that. And then we seen another video where Nas was at the 4040 Club in New York. And she was like, I, and I want to take the bus to that place. Wow. I said, you want to rent a bus from New Bedford and you want to take it to New York to the 4040 Club? I was like, I don't know how we're going to pull this off, but I got like $75 and a crazy idea of how to do it. Mm-hmm. She was like, how are we going to do that? I said, well, we're going to pay somebody to design the flyer. And we're gonna we're gonna print up three poster size, three poster size prints of these flyers, and we're gonna print tickets. Okay. These tickets that we sell is gonna pay for everything, and we're both gonna make a profit. She looked nice. at me like I was crazy, but we literally <laughs> funded the whole thing with seventy five dollars. Wow, wow, that's nice. That's real nice. In fact, but, I, I I mentioned. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll feed off of you. <laughs> All right. I mentioned that I, you know, I need a trifecta for your family and uh need to get Bernie on. And yes. uh, the craziest <laughs> thing is uh, I can't forget Jasmine. You know, it, it, it's what she's done and just, just kind of, man, it's, it's, I got to get her on here. So I want you to work on that for me. <laughs> but we're we're gonna go back to y'all with the promotion and and and, and this event. So with seventy five dollars, you end up doing your thing, getting her where she wanted to go. Yeah, not one place, but two places. And, yes, uh, and that's all on a brainstorm, you know, between the both of you. That was it. it. Just yeah, sitting in that. her parlor watching videos, <laughs> yeah. coming yeah. up with ideas. But, but but that's how it starts. Uh, a, a lot of our influences were from places like Boston, Providence. Um, we we would go out and find hip hop clubs anywhere, and, and and just meet the DJs and, and talk to the bartenders and talk to the doormen. We talk we talked to everybody in the building because we wanted to know how it operated. True. And we wanted to know how, how the business worked, and and then um. I got a job on Fall River, this place called Foxcroft. They used to make uh, clothes for like coals and stuff like that. So it'd be like dress slacks and button down shirts. And uh, every Thursday they would have an employee sale and they would sell all the stuff that, you know, had little little blemishes in them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So uh, uh, I, I bought a couple pairs of slacks and a couple of button down shirts. And a mechanic buddy of mine, he had this clipboard. He had an extra one. And I was like, yo, can I borrow that? He was yeah. like, you can have it. So I grabbed the clipboard and I went to uh, Staples. I grabbed some note paper, put in the clipboard. I just started taking notes on everything. Um, budgets, nightclubs, all the nightclubs that were in the area, uh, capacities in the area. Um, and then I would attend these nightclubs all around New Bedford, like on different nights, see how they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I would watch the traffic, the traffic flow. And then I found this one club, um, city lights that used to be popular back in the day and then kind of died down. And they, they were kind of in that in between stage where the owner was about to sell it. But before he sold it, he wanted to try to make a little bit of money and have a couple of different kind of nights. Okay. So I walked in there with the clipboard and the slacks that I just got from work, and I said, I can fill this place if you give me a chance. And the first night, I said, I won't charge you. I said, I'll pay for everything. I'll pay for the DJ, and I won't even charge anybody at the door. 
And he was like, you're going to fill this place? And I was like, I'm going to fill this place. And two weeks later, I filled it. But what he didn't know is I filled it with all my cousins. You know, I got a really big family. So all I did was invite all my cousins and their friends. And there was 200 people in there. Damn. Just word of mouth. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I mean, it, it definitely, you know, you got a big family. Um, and, and then you, you also got a, another support group, which is your friends. You oh, know, yeah. you got a lot of friends, you, man. You got to, yeah. And, uh, and, and you can hear it. You, I mean, I hear it, I see it, you know, and people love you and love what you're doing. So you continue to do that. Um, I, I like to see more venues in this area. Um, because if you look at a lot of our our folks around this area in this neighborhood in New Bedford, we, we tend to gravitate and go to other places. And when you look at it, we say, man, this place ain't no bigger than what we have at home. But look what they're doing, you know. And uh, I wish someone, you know, brainstorms it. You know, maybe I should, you know, brainstorm it and get a big enough venue so we can constantly do this. And, you know, proud of our friends like, you know, Mikey Montero, uh, Lionel Walker, you know, they're all trying to do their thing, you know, around the community. You, um, Sean Medina, you know, he he's definitely doing his thing where he's at, you know. And I wish we had this home front. I wish we had a standing within this city to do the things that y'all are doing, you know. We, we've had it a couple of times. Yeah. We just didn't know what to do with it when we had it. <laughs> true, true, so true. And um, I think, you know, back then a lot of our heads wasn't wasn't screwed on right, you know, seeing the bigger picture, seeing the uh, the the uh, expansion, a possible expansion of our community just by bringing things like this, you know, hip-hop in and out of the city on a weekly basis. You know, someone mentioned, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna bring this up, this comment up right now. Um, well, first, I'm going to bring this one. This lady's first. And she says, proud mom. Mom's <laughs> proud of you. Everyone's That's proud right. of you. That's my heart. So, <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely worth it. Good woman. We um, Now, this comment on the screen right now, it says, Orpheum Nightclub. Hey, Ian, I just want to tell you something. It's, it's, um, That's a great idea, a great venue. The only thing about the Orpheum is the building is is huge. However, everything inside the building is is really, really dangerous. And, um, you know, we had once talked about it, you know, a long time ago when I was working about if we had to go in the building, uh, if the building was on fire, no one's to go in there whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So that's hard to tell somebody like me that's, you know, has people dear in my heart, you know, and, and, you know, being a police officer, I want to save someone. If I know someone's in the building, I got to do what I got to do. But there was disorders that no, because the post, the, the building would collapse. It would, if it, if fire was in that building, it would collapse, which is dangerous. Um, so yeah. in order to save that building, they're definitely going to have to, you know, gut it out and um, and do it all over again. Because if the fire department's telling you not to go in there, you definitely don't want to. Um, got Desiree Shores on the comments section. Um, nice to hear from him. I seen her about a week ago. All right. Um, so let's see. All right. So we, we touched on the promotion thing. And now something that, that, I mean, just the name in itself, the franchise report. I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome, man. I just love the name. I love what it is. Um, what part did you have into that? And, um, and also talk to talk about your WBRU experience right now. All right. So, uh, WBRU used to come on every Sunday on 95.5. And uh, a couple years, a couple years back, it, it got sold and rebranded as 101.1. When it switched over from 94.5 to 101.1, they they lost some of their uh, demographic. 
Um, okay. The, the, the station isn't as powerful. Uh, so it went from uh, being 101.1 to also implementing um, a, a, an app. So now you can listen to it on an app, a tuning app, or you listen to it at 101.1. Or what we did, we took it to, to the next step is we started filming stuff and putting it on YouTube. So that way it's more accessible to everybody. Um, so uh, DJ Franchise uh, was, was, a, was a good friend of mine. And uh, we met years ago doing when I was doing the nightclubs. Right. And, and he, he knew I always had a thing for radio. Um, I've been around the radio for, for some time now, uh, and, and i just been playing the background role. Um, I, I was on a couple of shows. I worked with uh, DJ Ruckus and Music Fiend. Um, I even took classes up at UMass for a while and uh, was going to get on that, but um, ended up taking different promotion jobs that just my time was just conflicting. I just couldn't get to it. Um, but I've always been the type of person where I just want to put a lot of things in my toolbox and when it's ready for me to use, I'll, I'll execute it. Okay. Good. Good. And you know, I, I've been, you know, I always follow you on all the social medias as much as possible. One of one of the things I like is is just your positive quotes, positive, um, you know, post, which 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 is good, you know, because you, as I'm following you, I'm older than you. But there's other people that are following you that are younger than you or just right there on the same level. And you and, and it, it said, you know, Big Fred got me, man. That's right. I'm going to keep it moving. I'm not going to let anybody slow me down, you know, so on and so forth. That's right. You got to keep those quotes coming because if I'm reading them, there's a whole lot of other people reading them. So keep it positive And um, I definitely love it. See, and this one says, I always keep it positive. I love his daily quotes on Facebook. Which is, <laughs> thank I you. Mean, thank you. And, and I didn't even read that. It's on here, you know, but I didn't even read that that, that quote. And that's exactly what I was saying. Um, you know, got another Michael Kahn saying, love my boy. He's very special. Family rules. I love it. Um Damon Amanda, okay, bro, we see you. Thank you for bridging the gap between the streets and the business world. Your wisdom will always help people in our community. You are appreciated. So Thank you, Damon. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's got this. Hey, Lamont, Auntie Bernie is proud of you. So proud of you. I love you. <laughs> love you too, Auntie. <laughs> we got to get you up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to get her up here. I'm I'm a. There's too many people demanding <laughs> Bernadette. She needs to get her butt on this podcast, the Really Charlie podcast, so we can talk. Talk about our childhood. Talk about what we're doing. You know, Bernie, I think a lot of you. You inspired me in a lot of ways. I haven't wrote a children's book that's not even on the shelf yet, but it's there. <laughs> it's called The Clubhouse, ironically. She worked at the Boys and Girls Club of yes. Bedford, so... You know, I'd like to get that on there, um, get that, that book out there. But I'd like to get her on the Really Jolly podcast. Um, let's see. I, Go ahead, brother. Yeah, so basically with uh, with DJ Franchise, uh, he, he, he stumbled into WBRU. And it was during the pandemic that he started to do the franchise report. And I was just watching his brother work. And he had a great team up there. And uh, he was getting all the key players in Rhode Island. He was getting a lot of hip-hop artists that I knew that were coming up. Um, but he had a, a little bit of a, uh, you know, he had a lot on his plate. And he couldn't reach out to some of the Massachusetts artists. Okay. Um, so that's when he, uh, I, I actually, I reached out to him. We, we were playing phone tag for a while. I uh, hit up my homegirl, Leticia. She's out of the Boston, Brockton area. And um, I said, man, let's, let's put something together, um, you know. I gave my idea. I said, this is what I want to do. I want to help you recruit more artists and I want to do all the bookings for you. I help you do all the scheduling. Um, I'm really big on the behind the scenes stuff. Nice. You know, cause, cause I like, I like the guys that go in front of the camera to have all the groceries they need. And I have no mm -hmm. problem going food shopping. I go every nice. Sunday anyway. So that's my nice. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. my idea was to give all the talented people I know, in Massachusetts, 
I just happened to stop in New Bedford because that's where I'm from. But to yeah. give all the talented people I know in Massachusetts a chance to display their art nice. and, and, and put them on proper platforms so they can get their stuff out there. Uh, wow. One of the biggest things missing in, in New England is, is the actual music industry. There's no right. industry out here. You know, yeah. there's, there's just consumers out here. There's no way to actually develop your talent and, and, and get out there on the radio station. So uh, when I got this opportunity to get up, upcoming artists on on the radio and on, on the legendary WBRU at that, I just had to jump at it. You have to. Uh, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Um, it's, especially, you know, listening to y'all, you know, every week, it's just, you know, it, it, I love it. You know, I'm... And the craziest thing is that when I'm listening to it, I'm actually driving not too far from you and I'm yeah. headed back to New Bedford. So I'm like, I said, man, it is right there, right there, you know, but I love it. I love what y'all doing and I'm going to continue to support, you know, you yes. and everything that you're doing. Um, I, I'll so. tell y'all a little behind the scenes. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm a full-time finance manager at Cape and Islands Kia. So everything you hear of me on the radio is pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, you, you gotta make you gotta keep that, that other hustle going, you know. Um yeah. and I would still have the vehicle that I bought from you. Um, but we, you know, got in a family accident and had to total it and get rid of it. Um, but you know that was a dependable vehicle and I was never, never, ever, ever second guess what I bought. You know, that was one of my, my favorite vehicles. And, um, and I got it from you. So I appreciate that. <laughs> so if y'all looking for a car, you better go see Lamont. It definitely give you a reliable vehicle. Yep. And, and don't let me be in a Cape car deter you. Cause I'll deliver it to your doorstep. See that, you know, just like, uh, <laughs> Just like that commercial, I ain't gonna put it out there, but just like that commercial is bringing right to your doorstep, hey, man. I, and I was around before them too, just for the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I did See it that? first. <laughs> Could have been a millionaire, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I got a lot of million dollar dreams, man. I just need a little more capital. <laughs> That's it. True, true, true. Speaking of family, you got Silky on the comment section. Keep doing your thing. Awesome. You know, I'm still. You know, I'm still waiting for Silky with that. Yo, listen, man, what's up with that, it's man? Coming. What's going on? All right. It's coming. Everything's coming together. <laughs> you better push him, man. Push him. Oh, he pushes me. That's my oh, big brother. Oh, he does? Yes, yeah, my right. big brother, man. I told you, he the one that got me started promoting. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I, the I the Baptiste wanna... on extension, man. The Baptiste and the Ferguson's, of course, we're family, but, like, that's that's why I run with. <laughs> good, good. That's it, my boy funny as could be he, he definitely belongs on tv you know oh he's a natural <laughs> yeah, he is coming i purchased i purchased my kia from lamont one year ago this month i love my sportage see that that's good good to hear that's what i'm talking about man yeah i i started selling cars uh six years ago um basically i was uh i was running nightclubs for 10 years and I just was kind of burnt out from the scene. Sometimes you do something for a while and you just need like a little bit of a change. True. So I was, I was staring at my, my, I have a massive uh, emailing list and I was like, what else can I service people with that, that they can actually use? And I had a, a cousin of mine, uh, Shailene Korea that worked in the car industry. And she said, you should sell cars. And she, I was like, I can't sell cars. She was like, you're very personable. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm telling you, you should sell cars. And I was like, ah, I'll think about it. Then I had a, a buddy, Josh Bragger, uh, come visit me at a nightclub one night. And he told me the same thing. He said, whenever you're ready for a job, come see me. So one day I walked into Kier Dartmouth and uh, Josh was at the, he, he was at the podium. He was working a couple of deals and he was like, you look like you're ready. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'm ready. He was like, you stop Monday. And that was the job interview. <laughs> nice nice see he didn't even second guess he knew he knew what he had knew the person he had and uh i mean you're good you're good you was good with us and you've been good with a lot of other people as we hear across the you know 
across the you know word of mouth we there's not no, nothing bad about you brother yeah. um so the i wanted to get back to the franchise report um, sure how can i support him you and everybody else involved in it i definitely want to do my thing because i, I definitely love what i'm hearing um and you know, as much as I want to support them, there's other people out there listening and viewing this podcast that would love to support them also because it needs to get it needs to get its wings. It got wings, but it needs to get yeah. a lot of it needs to get a little bit further. Only because I know, I definitely know that they you die you you all are just saying what people want to hear. You know. Yes. What we need everybody to do, we need everybody to go to our YouTube page, The Franchise Report, and subscribe. That is the best way to support us. Also, look for us on Facebook and like the page, The Franchise Report. Yeah, I'm going to do that right. just keep doing what you're doing, Charlie, man. We appreciate you, man. Uh, We look at you like our big brother, too, man. (laughs) (laughs) Your your, your work ethic is, is unheard of, man. You've got, trying, you've got a lot of interviews logged. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I just, there's so many other people that I'm trying to get on here to, to definitely tell their story. And, and for some reason, the camera shy, audio shy, whatever it may be. And I, I try to tell everybody the podcast thing is just like talking to whoever you're talking to on your cell phone. Um, on your FaceTime, it's the same exact thing. And just be yourself, you know. And if the pressure is, is, you know, if you feel the pressure is there, I'm going to try to take it off and just, you know, basically take charge of the podcast, kind of lead you in the right direction to make sure that, you know, you're, you're having a conversation that we all want to hear, at least that, you know, if I'm doing the right, if I'm being a good host, I should do some background and try to find out what everybody wants to hear about Lamont, Big Ferg, you know, and then put it on the air, you know, and, and I mean, for one, the promotion thing and how you got started, there's a lot of other, you know, guys and girls that out there might want to do the same thing. So, you know, they may need to pick your brain or listen to what you're saying on this podcast just to get themselves started, you know. That's the best um, thing about me. I'm, I'm an open book. Uh, I always tell people I I keep all my social medias public. I keep all my inboxes open. If you ever have a question, I'm here to answer it. Um, One of the biggest things I promote when I was selling when I was selling cars or or promotion or anything else. If I promoted something, I promoted what was going on everywhere for the whole night. So you on my Facebook, you would know what's going on in Providence. You would know what's going on in New Bedford and you would know what's going on in Boston. The nice. reason I did that is I always wanted to branch out, network with other people, but I also wanted to make our industry stronger to show people that there's hip hop around everywhere, yes. every corner you go to. And, and now if you go downtown, you can't go into a nightclub without hi- hearing hip hop. And I would like to, I would like to think I had a little piece of that because nice. back in the day, 908 wasn't playing hip hop. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so true. Um, we're going to go on in, in, a, in a little direction here, give some praises to someone that you're proud of. I'm proud of. And that's, um, it says all love Lamont. This is big Kenyatta. Kenyatta yes. Watson. Got yes. the new gig. My brother. Congrats. <laughs> Florida state. My nose, my nose. I love him. I love him. You know what? I love him even more only because this dude is on that staff now. Yes. This dude is on that staff, and I heard nothing but uh, tremendous things about him. Never mind, you know, the family that he's made, the family that he has, and now he's going to extend that family over to Florida State, and uh, I, I'm, I'm so happy, so happy. Yes, happy for, yes. Happy for the team I root for and happy for the family that I root for. Definitely, Kenyatta. man. Yeah. Dude. Oh, sh- shout out to little Kenyatta too at Georgia Tech. Can't forget my uh, nephew. <laughs> you got it, you know, and and that's a comment up here, man. And and I'm I'm definitely root for him. You know, we we gotta 
I got to do something. See, your family is giving me some future podcasts, man, on a really Charlie podcast. I'm telling you, man, we got a lot of people, man. We'll keep you, you know, we'll keep you going. Keep me busy, man. The rating's high. I'm going to, I definitely got to reach out to them. So it's, um, yeah, I got a niece Kennedy that plays uh, flag football in Miami too. That's as Janelle's other daughter too. Nice, so, nice. So we keep you nice. really, really busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta hear it. You know, gotta hear it. Kind of broaden my my audience. You know, young and old, and um, and definitely that would be definitely something I should do and reach out. So I'm gonna work on that. And I leave, I leave these podcasts to remind me later on when I'm listening to them. That's right. I got to get a hold of so-and-so, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I'm glad that we connected because, you know, first of all, you, you know, you're working seven days a week, whether you like it. Or, I mean, whether you realize it or not. So I'm always um, cautious of people working and their work schedules. And I'm saying, man, too busy, man. I don't know if I can get it. Well, let me, let me just at least ask. And then, so when we got this connected, it was it was good because, you know, you gave me the, the day, and we just worked on magic, which was yeah. really nice. So, I appreciate you. <laughs> all right, um, and and um, another one of our friends, man, Grandma, I tried to get him on here, and and he, he something happened, so I got to reach out to him and get him on here. Especially yeah. that you know the show that y'all had with him, and, and he was just spitting out that, and, and that's the stuff that I like to hear. You know, being a yes. poet, the, the lyric, being a poet, lyrics catch me. You know those those lines, the lyrics, you know, catch me and inspire some of my poetry, where I can just grab something and just say, "Hey, damn, let me just write about that real quick," and and I, you know, and it just keeps me going. So with him. You know, some of the stuff when he mentioned about, you know, was it 10, I think 10 or 11 years old, you know, he was doing his rap thing. And me, my visions of him is when he's walking around with no shirt and a pamper on walking around the Bay Village, you know. And uh, I mean, you were the same way, you know. Yeah, yeah. We all started in the village. (laughs) (laughs) One way, somebody was, you know, and, and you look at it somebody had a baby babysitter in the bay village whether it was you know nana or papa or whatever you know yeah. they always had or they lived there you know so but i i definitely had some good memories of it and i cherish every minute of the day that i grew up in the bay village housing projects in new bedford massachusetts so um let's see reggie victor has a comment about janelle's son let's see yeah, defensive back. Yeah, definitely. You know, some money right there, man. He, it's no joke. Stay in that, stay in that position. One of the highest paid positions on the defensive side. So I hope, I hope he's got the size. You know, he does. His speed's he getting does. much, much better. Yeah. Um, from what I see, and um, that's going to be nice. That is going to be nice. Yeah, he just dropped some merchandise too. That look out for that K two merchandise. I gotta plug my nephew. <laughs> please, please do, please. And if you share it, I'm gonna share it too, and I'll put it on my podcast, my page, everything, everything that yes. I possibly have. Appreciate uh, it. <laughs> yeah, let's see what this next comment is. Oh no, the legendary Jeffrey Fufu career. Wow, great mm-hmm. guy, always uplifting, positive. A definite role model in our community and city. God bless, brother Lamont. Yes, yes, Mister Fufu, one of my brothers. We're waiting for him. We're waiting for him, man. Waiting for his story. He's coming. Oh, his his story is legendary. You might need a mini series for him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> He's. Uh, I can't wait. I mean, I can yeah. sit with him all day. You know. Yeah, actually, when I started promoting. Uh, he, he's one of the people that put me on with Sean Medina. Uh, uh, I, I grew up with Sean Medina's brother, uh, Dwayne. And that's, mm-hmm. that's another story right there. Interviewing yep. Dwayne, by the way. Exactly. Uh, Dwayne Pina. So uh, true. But Sean was a little older than us, so I never really met Sean. And then once I met Sean, we clicked. And, man, that brother taught me so much. Like, he just taught me how to believe in myself, how to talk to people, how to sell myself. Yep. And I've been doing that ever since, man. So big up to Sean Medina. I appreciate you. 
that's it. Medina style is definitely style. He's definitely in a class act. Known him for a long, long time, and um, very proud of him. And when he's ready, we will get him on this podcast. Um, he's low key hilarious too. <laughs> he is. He is. He is. You know, gotta respect him. You know, anybody that's been a Raiders fan for that long, man, you gotta respect. Yes, yes, he earned everything. Him, him and my brother Shane Arnold, two, two Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> my brother Malik, another one. Yes, yes, and Malik. Uh, so the um, let's see, let's see what this comment is here. Just trying to make sure everybody's heard. Thank you, Charlie. Much love from a proud mom, Susan. You got it, man. <laughs> You didn't even have to tell me to get this brother on here. He was already going to be on here. Got my OG Joey Gonzalez. Oh, man, yeah. So, homie. What up, man? <laughs> that's it, man. Love it. It's um, <laughs> Fufu. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Fufu's getting his stories together right now. <laughs> yeah, you better. You better. I don't care where he tells that story. He can tell it on the road. He can tell it at home. He just got to come on in and tell his story. That's right. <laughs> yep. So, the, um, you know, one of the inspirations um, throughout my police career, career was your grandfather. And um, he definitely, before, he, before I got on and later on when I got on, he, he just definitely was always there to me, for me. Um, I could talk to him, and he inspired me. Um, so th- as much as he's done for me, I can't even imagine what he's able to do for you as your grandfather, as your papa. And, um, you know, there's one thing I liked about him is that he hasn't changed since day one. He maintains his reputation, his character, and he's always there. Um, and... I just want to let you know that I'm going to give him some props on your podcast only because I dearly and truly love him, but I don't see too much of him now. So I got definitely got to go pay him a visit. Yes. He, he loves, he likes that, man. I'm, I'm with him every Sunday. We go to Good. breakfast every Sunday morning. Awesome. That's my breakfast. That's my breakfast partner, man. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Great story. Uh, you know, he's got some stories, some history and, um, you know, I wish, she would tell it, you know, tell it to you, to me, to someone else, you know, he's he, been through. He tells me everything every dec- Sunday. We we talk about it all. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Well, you remember it. And don't forget it because he may be one that won't tell his story. Oh, you make sure you collect that history. And uh, if you have to tell it later on, we know it's firsthand, you know. Yes. Um, someone says we always remember his dad, Roy. Looked up to him, always had words of encouragement for me, Lamont, following in the same footsteps and respect. Yep, your pops was, uh, you know, your pops, your uncle, every, I mean, I can't even tell you what they done for me, um, especially, you know, both of them. You know, I was a young dude trying to get on a basketball court, and if they were around, you know, they didn't have a problem putting me on the court. They didn't have a problem playing with me, you know, on the court. And um, I that took some respect, especially where you see those two high rises above the rim every you know chance they got, you know, and and I, I really enjoyed you know playing some ball with them on the on the basketball court. And um, until this day, I don't care um, where your uncle is. I'm gonna see him. I'm gonna acknowledge him. You know, his back may be turned to me. I'm gonna yell him out. I'm gonna do whatever I have to. And. Uh, I'm glad and I'm fortunate for him to be my friend. Let's see. Uh, let's see what this is. That was from Hector. All right. Um, all right. I don't know. I know several Hectors, so got a clue what that is? I know a lot of Hectors too, man. Um, yeah, so you know, I was talking about dad. He's the one who was talking about dad. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm sure so, it's all love, man. I yep. appreciate it. Mr. Ferg, nobody better than him. Love him. Man, he man, uh, he see me call. Uh, I, I don't know. It says Boonson, whatever it may be. That's Reggie for you. Um <laughs> Hector Barrows. All right. HB. Yeah, Hector Barrows, HB, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. 
<laughs> yep. HB. Been friends with him for a long, long time. Since the fourth to fifth grade. Proud yes. of Hector. Hector and the Funky Bunch doing yeah. their thing. That's yeah. more inspirations. Actually, uh, yeah, man. Those cats really inspired me, man. Man, they've been doing it for so long and, and still good at it. Um, great story, you know, good, bad, a little ugly, you know, we all know their story and what they went through. Um, there's one thing about HB is he's maintained his good nature throughout it all, you know, yes. fame, you know, the slight fortune, you know, he's doing his thing, you know, and I'm so proud of him as being my friend. So HB, I want to give you a shout out on a really Charlie podcast with my guest Lamont Ferguson. And I just want to say we're proud of you also. Definitely, man. A and lot of people led the way for us, man, to to to, to be able to do what we do. Um another great influence was Dwayne DeRock. Yes. Um, yeah. He's he actually helped me book Jadakiss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, at the Skyroom in New Bedford. We 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 sold it out. That was the first time uh the Skyroom got sold out. I think mm-hmm. then. I know the limit was like 1,000. I think we had 3,000 people up there. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't have not one incident, not one fight, not anything. I like love it. Was, it was a beautiful, beautiful show. Um, yeah, so I was uh, – actually, I, I went to go see Sean Medina at, uh, up in Providence at, at Joe Vaughn's because uh, he, he was bringing uh, Jadakiss down. Jadakiss is one of my favorite rappers. Nice. So I always said I want to bring my favorite rapper – to, to my hometown, to, to New Bedford. When I first said it, cats were looking at me like, where are you going to bring them? There's not a place big enough. But I already knew they were open in the Skyroom. So I was like kind of like, trying to keep everything on the low, but yep. this is this what I was working on. So I, I told Sean Medina, and Sean Medina was like, yo, I'm going to book them and bring them down and have them host a, host a night in Providence. You should come and meet them. So I, I went down to the club. I met him. I talked to him for like, three minutes and I was like, I'm going to book you and I'm going to bring you to my hometown. And I only want you to sing like three songs, but mm-hmm. you're my favorite rapper. So like I'm, I'm booking you. This isn't no radio station or anything else. This is just me and you. I said, I'm going to call you in like three to six months and we're going to, we're going to lock it in. He said, say no more. I mean, nice. he probably says that to everybody, but I just took it as, Oh, that's a, yeah. Uh-huh. You know? And then uh, I was on, I was on Facebook and I seen Dwayne The Rock post up uh, something about doing a song with Jadakiss. And I hit him up immediately. And I was mm-hmm. like, you're doing a song with Jadakiss? At the time, I didn't even have the Skyrim. I said, guess what? I got the biggest nightclub in the city. It's going to be on top of a mini mall. And uh, we're, we're going to be able to bring Jadakiss there. He got excited. You know, The Rock goes crazy. He was like, I'm going to go all out for you. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to put you on the phone with Jadakiss. I was like, all right, I'm going to call you next week when I'm at the club. So then I went to the nightclub, and I told the people at the nightclub, I got Jadakiss. He's ready to come down here. Told him the whole story. I said, I got Dwayne The Rock. He's a producer. I said, he's going to bring Jadakiss down here. I'm going to let you know what it costs to book him, and this is my fee to book him. Nice. Nice. So called Dwayne. He hooked it all up. And I and he actually had Jada Kiss call me while I was in the meeting at the Skyrim. Which mm-hmm. is like unheard of. Because usually yep. you don't talk to the artists, usually you talk to the other people. But mm-hmm. I was able to get on the phone with Jada Kiss. Um uh between him and Vinny Idol, who's a producer up in New York. I met him a while back and we just always stayed in touch. And we brought Jada Kiss out. After we brought Jada Kiss out, um, then we had all the rappers wanting to come out here. So we ended up getting French Montana, Max B, uh, just uh, Freeway, um, so many people. Like, I, it was just, and it was off of one person. And and the same, and I used the same method I did when I, when I did the bus trip. I printed one flyer, it was a poster, and I brought it to a meeting at Skyroom, and I mm-hmm. said, this could be your spot. It was a mock poster. And they bought the whole deal. Nice. Again, nice. I spent I spent like fifty dollars. So I brought my favorite rapper to my city with fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's called it's not a it's not a hustle. It's just knowing what you can do, man. Know what you can do. And uh I mean you've done that several times, so you know, 
chances are anybody gives you 50 to 75 dollars you're gonna get it done that's right <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna triple up too <laughs> uh someone says check out the check out to tell the truth tonight at 10 p.m on abc have to get the plug in charlie i yes, sure will yes, i'm yes. gonna check it out without a doubt i'm gonna check that out yes yeah, so is that from hector too I, I seen him posting something, uh, yeah, man. I, yeah, I got I to yeah. get on that, man. He yeah, we, we all got to, you know. Yes, yes. Got to support that. This is amazing mm -hmm. things going on right now. <laughs> yeah, from this little old city, you know, what's it called? Three by 13, you know, we're doing our thing, man. Yes. Doing our thing. Shout out to my yeah. brother, Michael Santos. You yes, that's right. I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> you know, that. That little man does a lot of things. He got a lot of brainstorming and... I reach out to him for a lot, a lot of things, mm -hmm. and he's a very smart man. You know, people underestimate yes. him, but he's he's definitely got a he's got some intellect in that that good nature of his. You know, let's see here, foo foo, what what you got here? Definitely a great businessman. Yeah, we know that. Good job, foo. I definitely want to get foo on here for a couple of things. You know, one the barbershop segment, and 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 second, you know initial uh first i like to get him on and tell his story so you know fufu got a bunch of good good friends you know decon adam clark uh Berto carter you know like to get them boys on it so they can talk their talk on a really charlie podcast so you know i could stay home and, and, and create a bunch of podcasts and i'll stay busy i'll stay busy brother yes <laughs> you definitely gonna stay busy yeah, matter of fact, you mentioned Birdo. We just had Sterling Carter on the franchise report too. I missed that. Wow, yeah, I yeah. missed that. Don't worry, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna post it back up. I'm gonna post it back up. That's okay. a good thing about YouTube. I got all the clips, baby. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, he's another great talent. Um, you know, and and that's that's two boys got an amazing mom. You know, she raised them. She raised them, and look what they turned out to be. You know, yeah, they were. They were actually my neighbors on Spruce Street. We okay. lived one house apart. That's how I met them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No They've nice. been like cousins to me ever since. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I lived next door to their grandmother. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's definitely uh, good family ties, man. I, I love it. Um, Who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Who would I like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Yeah. And other than all the people we already named? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, let me see. I'll give you a different question. All right. No, no. I'll, I'll take that question. Okay. All right. Not for nothing. I want to see the mayor on the Really Charlie podcast. I could put him on here. You know, it's uh, actually, he, you know what? It's actually a good guy. He's, you know what? You're the second one to ask for him to come on here. And uh, I like I like to do that, you know, and, and especially with us, you know, him and I going against each other for the, you know, running for the city 2017. Um, but I could still have a conversation. I could still have a conversation about the city I love, you know, and, you know, and I hope it's the city that he loves, you know, it's been here a long time. So, um you know, I, I would like to have that. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do that along with a few other people's. But that's a great, great request. And I'm going to work on it. Yes, yes. Well, what, what else you got? Let's see here. What's this here? Let's do this. The comment here. Maybe you and I can go back and forth on this. From Hector. Don't know if Fool remembers, but at the at Vincent's on the night, on the night on the bathroom, he told I think it was Lawyer Malloy and Ty Law that was faster than them. Hmm. Well, Fool, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I'm I only getting was faster than him, though. Yeah, and I'm only gonna <laughs> say that because I heard that you know Silky talking about him, and plus I seen him run. There's no doubt in my mind that, um, 
you know, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, this dude, Fufu, would have definitely been in the pros for a very, very long time. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell his story and some of the things that I know, but there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, Lloyd Malloy, Ty Law, you know, Hall of Famers, probably, well, Ty Law is, you know, he's, um, Fu's right there. He's right there. There's no doubt there's too many athletes that were in the pros that talk about Fu, as Silky has told me, many other people. So, you know, uh, HB, thanks. Thank you for that. And it, it also goes to Fu, you know, because he's here listening to us. You know, we're going to give you your flowers while you're standing. So you need, to, you need to get on this podcast so we can all praise you, brother. And he will do it. He's already promised me. I'm the only, only, I'm the, uh, I'm going to go on record with this. I'm the only police officer in the city of New Bedford, Massachusetts. That caught food. <laughs> and, and, and I caught him from the back. I was chasing him down. And this story he said, Charlie, you can't catch me. You can't catch me. You can't catch me. All right, I'm going to run you down, man. I'm going to run you down. <laughs> so he didn't believe me. I said, All right. <laughs> you and Fu's on it now. You know, I caught you. I caught you several times, Fu. <laughs> Go on record right now in this comment section. You tell the whole. Really, Charlie podcast that I caught you from the back. I ran him down every, and I I just grabbed him by the shoulder, and I said, "I got you," and he submits. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's bring this comment up. By the way, you are the only one to ever catch me. <laughs> he owned it. He owned it. <laughs> yeah, he owned it. <laughs> uh, love that dude. Um, so what's next for the promoter? the WBRU host. What's next for you? What are you going to do next? Uh, well, pay attention to the franchise report. We have some great things coming up there. Uh, pay attention to what Mikey Montero is doing. Mm-hmm. Some great things are going to come out of that building. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, man. New Bedford is definitely going to be up. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> yep. And, 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 and just to let you know, when, you know, let everybody know that see you can see Lamont. You can see the gear he's wearing, the merchandise, and that's from Mikey Montero. Yeah. That, that newbie t shirt. I have it. We all have it. It's so um it's so nice. I'm glad you're wearing it. I almost read mine I wore mine today, but um I, I wore already already wore it this week. Yeah. And that's so nice that you can go throughout the week and you're definitely seeing that t shirt all over the place. So He's definitely moving the city in a good direction. Um, another one is sure. I don't know if you see it. It's uh, sketchy Goichi, and it's a uh, local artist, Roger Andrews. Nice. And he's been doing countless illustrations for uh, from Hasbro to Hasbro Toys. He's done, and he's right from right from the Bedford. So, um, nice. You know, we're, we're doing our thing, you know. See, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things, man. True. Fufu says, you not only caught me once, but many times, and I always smiled and said, damn, man, again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I love it. I love it. That's a great story. <laughs> Between him and I, we just definitely laugh about it all the time. So, so I could ran the... I could, can definitely run track, but catching food, man, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hold on to that one. <laughs> that's nice. I, yeah, I'll brag into um old man in the nursing home. Hopefully, I'm that's not right. in the nursing home. Um, so I'm going to continue to follow you, um, in in the franchise report on a daily basis. I'm also going to share what you have, whether it's on YouTube, wherever it may be continue to plug you on the really Charlie podcast group on Facebook. And, uh, and I'm going to definitely, um, you know, continue to share what I have to. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I appreciate being on the show, man. (laughs) Hey, we're going to continue to do this. And I hope everyone's sharing, sharing this podcast as it was live. And if you wasn't, you know, please 
share it now so people can view it later. And the more and more this story gets out, the more and more some praises and and, and some inspiration that had come from myself and Lamont could be, you know, brought down the you know the ranks for people just by listening. And they may want to come on this podcast and talk about the same things that you know Lamont's talking about, you know. And uh but Ma, I'm here. I'm here. This is your official podcast. If you need me, you call me. If you need to be on here with a with a couple of people, you, Mikey, and a few others, you know, we can do that. Um, but ever whatever you want, just let me know, and we'll make sure we plug in the date and time, and uh, we get you on the air. Definitely will, man. We're definitely gonna do something again, man. I appreciate you. All right, I appreciate you too, and uh, keep up the good work, man. All right, man. Take care, brother. All right. God bless. Peace. God bless. Yeah. All right. This is uh, this is what the Really Charlie podcast is all about. It's just getting people on here, like Lamont, doing his thing. Um, you know, doing his thing at WBRU one hundred one point one out of Rhode Island, and also you know, being part of the franchise report. Please go on YouTube, share it, share and like. The YouTube videos and the franchise report definitely bring all the likes you can share the, the, the interviews and everything that they're trying to put out there because there's nothing but positive and I love it at 54 years old I'm looking at the franchise report on, on, a, on a weekly basis and I definitely want to want y'all to continue to, to support them so good people you heard a lot of names and potential names are coming on this podcast. Um, and I can't wait. And that's what I'm about. Being inspirational, educational, and highlighting the stories from this fair city of New Bedford, Massachusetts. And also, I'm trying to reach out and get up, you know, go all over the place. You know, got Kenyatta Watson down in Florida, man. Please, brother, you want to get on there? You get on there, man. Give me a call. But definitely put a podcast on here, you know, just highlighting you, also your son, your family, and daughter in Miami would definitely do that. Um, and uh, is there a shout out to Papa Ferg, love you. My man, Fufu, good show, Charlie. You definitely have a craft of making people comfortable talking about their personal life. God bless, brother. See you soon. That's it, man. I appreciate you too. Very, very proud of you, without a doubt. All right, everyone. The podcast today, uh, I mean, this week is definitely going to be some great, great guests. Uh, let's see. Um, Monday, uh, Wednesday, we have, uh, we're going to have Lexi, Lexi Barrows from New England Trailblazers basketball. Uh, Professional basketball team. We're going to have her on here, who's also a member of the the National uh, Cape Verdean Women's Basketball Team. She will be here to tell her story. Thursday we have Derek and Ron Andrews on, Mike Samuel and Scott Ashworth. Well, they all played Fairhaven High School basketball. Some of them went on to play collegiately, and I'm going to definitely have those guys on here on Thursday. And Friday, we will have Kara Rigo, a wellness coach, um, yoga instructor, therapist. She definitely does her thing. So keep tuning in to the podcast and uh, get on to the uh, Really Charlie podcast group on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, check out the upcoming shows. All right, y'all. I love it. And you guys are saying great show. I love it. You're a great audience. Great, great audience. I love this audience. Continue to be here for me every day, every mm -hmm. podcast. And it means a lot to me. So continue, continue to support the Really Charlie podcast on StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Hashtag New Bedford's own. Hashtag Really Charlie podcast and hashtag 
really Charlie. Make those names fly, give them their wings. So they hit this country and this world. So more and more people can tune into the Really Charlie podcast. Take care, y'all. It's Sunday night. Work tomorrow. So I'll see y'all later on this week. God bless. Stay blessed. Be blessed and be well. Take care. Hey, this is Charlie Perry, the host of the Really Charlie Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I am uh, first honored to have my guest on board and have you all that are listening and viewing the Really Charlie Podcast. Just for you, you know, just by y'all just taking the time to listen and correspond back and forth with me and the guest you know means a lot to me it's just those little things um and you know the podcast is meant to just hear the guest speak hear their story highlight their story um i'm not pushing any kind of gender or anything like that i just want the guest to be heard and uh, First and foremost, I mean, I I appreciate their time. I appreciate your time. And uh, some people just don't have enough time or have, you know, enough time to come on the Really Charlie podcast for whatever reasons. But all in all, it's not about me. It's all about the guests and the listeners and viewers and what you guys truly want to hear. So thank you for joining, and I truly, truly appreciate your time with me, always. Take care, and be well.